0: Job the 23rd chapter in the 8th verse Job speaking behold i go forward but he is not there and backward but i cannot perceive him on the left hand where he doth work but i cannot behold him he hideth himself on the right hand that i cannot see him and after this he says but He knoweth the way that I take. He knows the way that I take. And when he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. My foot hath held his steps. His way have I kept and not declined. Neither have I gone back from the commandment of his lips. I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. But he is in one mind, and who can turn him? And what his soul desireth, even that he doeth. For he performeth the thing that is appointed for me, and many such things are with him. Therefore am I troubled at his presence. Amen. This you know what we need in the church today? We need a good fear of God to come upon the people to understand. Amen. I am afraid of him, for God maketh my heart soft or weak, and the Almighty troubleth me. Because I was not cut off before the darkness, neither hath he covered the darkness from my face. And I want to go back to the 10th verse one more time. But he knoweth the way that I take. And when he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. Praise God. You're thankful for the word today. Amen. I want to preach for just a little while from this title. I shall come forth as gold. Amen. Set your Bibles down. Lift your hands to the Lord. Lift your voices to the Lord. Prayer warriors, help me pray right now. Amen. That God would do a mighty work in this house. In the name of Jesus. Come on, let's just cry out to Him. Hallelujah. We thank You, Lord. We trust You, God. You've never failed me, Lord. You've never let me down. Why don't you join up with somebody next to you right now? If it's appropriate, just pray, Lord. Lord, I give you permission to do what you need to do. Change me, God. I got to be saved. I got to make heaven my home. Come on, the presence of God is in this place to do a mighty work today.
1: Hallelujah,
0: come on, can you trust God in the house? Can you trust him with your life? Can you trust him with your soul? Can you trust that he knows the way that you're going to take? Hallelujah, come on, let's praise him today. Come on, why don't you just cry out while you clap your hands to the Lord. We love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. Everybody say, I shall come forth as gold. Amen. Praise God. The book of Job is very interesting for many reasons, and people have preached about it for a long time, but maybe one of the things that surprised me when I began to study years ago about Job We know that it comes right before the book of Psalms in the Bible. And it's often mentioned as being one of the poetic books of the Bible along with Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon. But chronologically, if you were to study Job, he actually lived, some say, around the time of Abraham. Many, many years before Uh, it would look like it would appear Job was in a different part of the world, but he was a contemporary of Abraham. And when we see God dealing with Abraham and testing Abraham and putting Abraham through trials over on the other side of town or the other side of the desert or wherever it was, there's a God that's doing the same thing to a man named Job and he's testing him and he's trying his spirit. And I was thinking yesterday as the Lord began to deal with me about this message is that we need to understand that God is working on people everywhere. I said God is working on people everywhere. God is preparing people everywhere. Now we can get into a little uh, uh, molly grubs or get into a little depression sometime thinking God is just uh, twisting my arm or twisting your arm or putting us through trials. But let me tell you, God's dealing with people all over the place. Let me tell you something, when you walk through Walmart, don't just start judging people because they may not look like you or act like you. Amen, God might have been dealing with them all night long. Hey, I'm gonna preach to the church, God is preparing a people, amen. It don't matter what color their skin is or what language they speak, God is working on people. Time is short. Hey, man, the Lord is soon to return. Uh, We need to understand, God, do what you're going to do. Oh, I feel like praising God today. Uh, Hallelujah, there's people that you can't reach today. Uh, There's people I cannot reach today, but there is a God who laid down his life for them. Uh, And don't you think he's gonna give them the opportunity uh, hallelujah hey we may have the message it is repentance it is Jesus name baptism it is in filling of the Holy Ghost but before you got the Holy Ghost there was a God that came down to where you were and he began to tug on your heart and oh come on clap your hands to the Lord Come on, why don't you thank him uh, that he never gave up on you, uh, that he called you uh, on the backside of the desert. You know, Come on, lift your hands to the Lord. Let's just thank him right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Long before I walked into a big church in North Little Rock and repented of my sins, there was a God that was working on me. He was working on me when I lay down at night on my pillow. Uh, he was working on me when I was at work, uh, working on machines. Uh, the Lord was working on my spirit. Uh, when I was doing things I shouldn't have been doing, uh, there was a God that was working on me. Uh, hey, I come to preach to the church. Uh, there is a God that's working on your family, uh, on your neighbor, uh, on your mother, uh, on your father. Hey, don't give up. Hey, I'm hey, don't give up. Uh, Hey man, they may look like they got it all together. It may look like an egg that could never be cracked, but there is a conviction that comes from God that'll the biggest, the toughest, the smartest, smart-aleckiest, it don't matter God knows how to break them down yeah I had a daddy that was a golden gloves boxer and he thought he was a big bad dude Uh, he's about that wide and he come to church he would fold his arms like this like you ain't gonna get me but let me tell you about the word of God it'll get you I said the word of God will get you. That's why the enemy don't want you coming to church. You know that it wasn't very long till that old turned into maybe a and I'll never forget one day at number 152nd place my daddy didn't have the Holy Ghost and I was about 10 years old, and Brother Holmes said, Brother Moats, why don't you testify? I thought, oh, Lord. There ain't no telling. And that tough guy, he was just put on the spot, I guess. And he stood up and he said, the Bible says, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. You didn't even know what he was saying uh, other than when it comes out of your mouth, uh, you just got to admit that the word is right. And if the word said, praise the Lord, get your arms unlocked uh, and go ahead and raise them up uh, and do what you said. You know what? It wasn't very long. Uh, He was on a prayer meeting on Sunday night in the prayer room. When you face the front, they had prayer... Rooms on the left for the men, on the right for the women. I walked in there to the prayer room just to see if I had any buddies in there that night. And I looked, and my daddy was sitting there crying, speaking in tongues. I'm telling you, God knows how to work on people. When it looks like He ain't working, He's working, honey. You just keep on praying. Keep on believing. Don't get discouraged. Don't get down. Don't get depressed. Just keep adding fuel to the fire. God did them. God work on them. God fill them. God stir them. You got to believe it. Amen. I feel like somebody's going to get the Holy Ghost before we leave here today. We're all going to get it all over again. Praise God. Amen. I got to start preaching. Everybody say God's working on people. God's a multitasker. Hallelujah. Amen. You're trying to figure out how to take care of everything in your life. You just need to take care of your walk with God. If you'll seek ye first the kingdom of God, God knows everything that you need. I wouldn't miss church to make $10. I'd come to church to make sure I made $10. Well, I wouldn't miss prayer meeting to make an extra 50 bucks or whatever. I would come to prayer meeting and I'd let God open up the windows of heaven on my life. The devil don't want me preaching this, but I'm going to preach it. Amen. The devil don't like true sound doctrine but I'm going to preach true sound doctrine that if you put God first in your life he'll add everything that you need yeah. praise God well hallelujah thank you Jesus ain't God good to us I'm going to tell a little story that I'm going to preach a while when I got the Holy Ghost I was so happy Hey Amen, I grew up in church, never got the Holy Ghost till I was 27, just in a big church, slipped through the cracks somehow. But anyway, God started drilling me in. When I got the Holy Ghost, I thought, good Lord, if I'd have known it was this much fun, I'd have never done the stupid stuff I did. I got my Bible, and I read it two times in one year. I went to prayer meeting every day. I went to work. I worked on... A, a, At the post office and maintenance, all this machinery and stuff. And if you ever wonder why your mail gets lost, it's probably in a conveyor going round and round for a month or two with the wrong label on it or something. Hey, man, it ain't the people at the window's fault. Don't punch them. Don't scream at them. It's some maintenance guy's fault somewhere. But anyway, this is what I would do. I would take my Bible to work. When I got the Holy Ghost, I was so happy. I wasn't ashamed of the gospel. We had this room called the TMS room where you looked at the system, you could see every time it would break down every machine in the building was on there. And if it was green, it's good. If it was red, maintenance barcode number one or whatever it was. And so when I take my Bible to to the TMS room, I put my feet up and I'd begin to read the Bible. I'd read books of the Bible on government pay. (laughs) Amen. I wonder why you stamp so high. I'd read the entire books of the Bible in an eight hour thing and machines would just work nothing would break somebody told on me said is over there and all he's doing is sitting there reading the Bible the maintenance supervisor said you know what when he's in there doing that everything works Leave him alone. Let him read his Bible. We need to get this mail out of here. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, Jesus, I got to preach. Help me, God. God's good all the time. God's good when the sun's shining. God's good when it's raining. God's good during tornadoes. God's good when it's calm. Hey, I'm going to preach to the church. Just love God. Just get get your eyes on Jesus. Quit worrying about everything in this world that ain't right. We're strangers. We're pilgrims. We're travelers. We're not here forever. There's going to be a trumpet blow. I said there's going to be a trumpet blow, uh, and, and when it blows, uh, it, it ain't going to matter how much money you got in the bank, or who you know, or whose autograph you got, who gives a rip. When the trumpet blows, all that's going to matter is, is your heart right? Is your, well, praise God. All right. So Job had lost his children, he lost his flocks, his health, his friends, and now he begins to deal with the greatest loss of all, his ability to touch God. He said this, oh, that I knew where I might find him, that I might come even to his seat. Job is saying, oh, if I could just find the Lord. You're talking about scary. When you can't find God, that's a scary time. We know that Job is in a temporary place. Him not being able to touch God was a temporary place. But we also know that there's a judgment that's coming that's not going to be Temporary. There's a judgment that's coming that's going to be permanent. And the worst thing that could ever happen to you is to be permanently separated from God. Oh, help me, Jesus. Amen. I have made up my mind I'm going to be saved. No matter what I have to do, I i am going to walk through those gates. Oh, thank you, Jesus. But this is what Job said in a temporary place. He said, behold, I go forward, but he's not there. And I go backwards, but I cannot perceive him. I look on the left hand where he's working, but I cannot behold him. He hideth himself on the right hand that I cannot see him. There was a man named Brother Verbal Bean that used to teach that there were channels that God operates in. The channel that God operates in is not the same every moment of every day of your life. Paul writing to Timothy said, I exhort therefore that first of all supplications and prayers and intercessions and giving of thanks be made for all men. What is this? This is different channels. You have a CB radio has got different channels on it. And if whoever you want to talk to is on channel 13, you got to make sure you're on 13 or you're not going to be able to communicate with them. Well, hallelujah. You have to get in the right channel to be able to talk to whoever you're wanting to talk to. Amen. I want to talk to God every day. I want to reach Him every day. You know what I figured out? Sometimes it's in a loud prayer meeting where I can find God. And sometimes it's in me just shutting my mouth and getting under the pew and just thinking about the Lord. And sometimes I come up here and I grab a tambourine and I start shaking it because God inhabits the praises of his people. And then sometimes I set it down. Well, hallelujah. And I listen for that still, small voice. Sometimes I find the Lord in tears. And sometimes... I find him when I'm laughing about all he's done for me. Laughing about every time the devil lost when he come up against the church. What are you talking about? I'm talking about there's channels that God operates in. And you just have to keep looking for him until you find him. Well, praise God. I don't know if it's gonna work or not. I grew up in a church where you just keep looking until you find him. I remember as a teenager, sometimes it would seem like it was kind of starchy and nothing was happening in the church, and and it was just, uh, you know, just some of them services. And I had a pastor who would not let you stay on the channel if God wasn't on that channel. And he'd be preaching, and he'd be preaching and preaching, and people just be looking. And back then there wasn't cell phones, but so they were—I don't know what they were doing. They had their etch-a-sketches. Man, The devil always gives you something to fidget with. (laughs) Amen. But sometimes it wasn't just going right, and it's like we were just on the wrong channel. And I remember he was stopped sometime and he said, I just wish somebody would holler. (laughs) Praise God. If you come from a Baptist church, it was probably pretty wild for you. But guess what people would do? From one end to the other, people would just start hollering. You know what would happen? It's like we got on the channel where God was and one started jumping up and down and the Holy Ghost would come up on this one and that one. Come on, help me preach right now. Amen. You just got to make up your mind. I'm going to get where God is. This is what Job did. He said, "I looked in front of me or to the north, and God wasn't there. This is where a lot of people just give up and start pouting and crying, and get all depressed and run out the door. Well, I did it. I prayed five minutes. Well, praise God. What were you doing while you was praying? Well, I was sitting down. Why don't you stand up for a minute and pray? Why don't you grab a tambourine and see if that'll work. Well, I, praise God. There was another one. This just come to me. I'm, this guy tried to get the Holy Ghost for many years. Couldn't get the Holy Ghost. So Brother Holmes grabbed him by the face. See, y'all think I'm wild. And Brother Holmes said, Won't you just let your tongue wag? Come on. <laughs> so this guy just went. About that time the Holy Ghost grabbed hold of that tongue that was just a waggon and began to speak. Oh, I feel like preaching. Hey, I'm coming to tell you, you can't be in the rut all the time. It can't be three songs and a sermon and go. Sometimes you got to move your feet. Sometimes you got to move your hands. Sometimes you got to open your mouth and just holler. This is where people make the mistake and they don't get touched by God is when they They set the parameters. God, if you're going to fill me with the Holy Ghost, it's going to be on a Wednesday night, and I'm going to have on a red shirt, the pastor's going to touch my head, and that person's not going to be there because I don't want them to see me get it. You ain't going to get it. You're going to get it when you say, God, I want it if I gotta go this way or that way or that way or that way or whatever I gotta do, I want it. You gonna get it, honey. When you get a made up mind, the devil's alive. You're to come on, lift your hands to the Lord right now. Hallelujah. Amen. So after Job says I've looked for him in front of me, I look for him behind me, side to side. I've looked for him everywhere he makes this statement. Everybody say this is afterwards. After, he says I've looked every direction I know to find God. He says, but he knoweth the way that I take. You know what he was saying? God knows I'm looking for him. God knows the steps that I'm taking to get to him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, if you don't ever take a step, it ain't ever going to happen. You want to sit there in your bitterness until you die? It'll never happen. But Job said, he knows the way that I take. He knows I spent all morning going that way and I couldn't find him. He knows I went that way and I couldn't find him. Can I preach to you about the steps that you take are important? See, some people think it's not important the things that you do to get to God. But I'm telling you, you ain't going to get to God without steps. Well, hallelujah. Can you imagine if God just gave everybody the Holy Ghost in the world today? people that had never took a step and God just went down to Oaklawn and filled them all with the Holy Ghost while they're betting on the horses today? How many of them do you think it would stick? They'd probably say, what is that? And go back to gambling. Go back to drinking. Go back to cheating. Going back to doing whatever they're doing. That's why God said... If you're going to get this, you're going to look for it. Hey, the flesh don't like this kind of preaching. Amen. But I'm going to put the flesh on the altar today and tell you, until you get it, until this clicks, my flesh is not in charge. God help us today. God help us to just keep on keeping on. Keep on put this is what I'm going to preach about. God knows every step that you're taking. I may be preaching to one person. I may be preaching to everybody in this building. But I'm here to tell you God knows the steps that you're taking to get closer to Him. And it's not going to go Unnoticed. No, don't think because you haven't texted somebody and told them you fasted two days or you did this or gave up that or what, that nobody knows. Let me tell you, the only one that matters knows. He knows when you're looking for him. He and he knows when you ain't. Oh God, help me, Jesus. Did you know when you start repenting of your sins, you're making steps toward God? Well, praise the Lord. When you get rid of your rowdy friends, you know what you're doing? You're making steps toward God. You're looking for God. You say, well, I I quit drinking, but I didn't get the Holy Ghost. That's a great step. Well, I quit doing this, I quit doing that. That's a great step. Do you think people just do stuff for no reason? No. It's people looking for God. Amen. Praise God. When you get a hold of this holiness inside and outside, why do you do that? Because you're looking for God. When the preacher preaches, you got to learn how to forgive people. Or you won't be forgiven. And you start forgiving. Text if you need to or just get rid of it if you need to or whatever. What are you doing? You're looking for God. And the Bible said he knows the way that I'm taking. He knows... <laughs> I'm telling you, every decision you make to get closer to God, He sees it, He knows it's recognized. And then Job says this And when I am tried, what, what was he talking about? This looking for him is the biggest trial of my life. I tell you, one of the biggest tests you ever have in your life is trying to get the Holy Ghost. Because you'll do something and you'll think, well, it didn't happen. And a lot of people will get discouraged and they'll just back up and say, well, it's not for me, I must be a Methodist. No, there's no such thing as a Methodist. It all came from an upper room on the day of Pentecost when you trace the Methodists and the Baptists. and the, We're really the non-denominational, if you want to know the truth. We're just the ones that got the Holy Ghost and went telling everybody about what happened to us and it spread like a wildfire. Amen. There's no such thing as a denomination as far as I'm concerned. You either got it or you ain't got it. You're either a biblical Christian or you want to be. Amen. But if you want to be, I'm telling you today, just start taking steps. Because Job knew. God knows. I'm looking for it. God knows I'm on his trail. God knows I ain't going to give up. And I, I, Obviously, I had never read Job when I got the Holy Ghost. Probably heard a few stories, but I'd never read it. This is what I said the day I repented. I said, God, I ain't ever had the Holy Ghost. I don't know what it is. But I want it. And I'm going to tell you something. This was me. 200 pounds telling God, if you don't give it to me, I'm going to wear you out until you do. Praise God. Praise God. You know what I was telling God? Whatever I got to do, I'll stand on my head and cry out, Jesus. I'll do cartwheels. I'll become a holy roller. Whatever You know what I was saying? I'm on your trail. If you're not to the north, I'm going to turn around, and I'm going to start looking this way. And if I don't find you there, I'm going to turn. You know what Job said? He knows what? He he knows. I'm telling you today. God knows how bad you want it. God knows. God knows how bad you want a breakthrough. See, there's people get the Holy Ghost and then they just kind of lean back in the seat and, and it just kind of drifts away. You got to stir this gift up. You, you, you got to If you don't stir it up, you, you'll be wondering whether you got anything or not. See, some people get stirred up and they start giving everything up. And then when God fixes the little situation and restores everything that Job got back, then they start reverting back to their old ways. Guess what? God's got another one. Oh, yeah. God's got another belt. He's got another whipping. Well, I feel like preaching right now. I didn't think you'd run the aisles this morning. But this is what Job said. When I am tried. When all this is over. When this trial that I'm in is over. I'm going to come out as pure gold. How... Could Job say, when this trial is over, I'm going to come out as gold? This is how he said it. Because when his trial happened, he started pursuing God. Well, praise God. Well, that went over like a wet sponge. Let me tell you, how you end up will be determined by how you act in the trial. When your trial comes, some other version says when the testing comes, when the trial or the test or whatever you want to call it comes, your response will determine your outcome. Some people when they get sick, they get mad at God, slam the door, run away. When some people, you know, somebody looks at somebody funny, they get all offended, and run away. You don't see them for two or three weeks, two or three months, two or three years. Ain't it amazing how they always come back, though? You know why? Because when they start looking all over, you can't ever find the power except where God is. This, this I'm, I'm almost done. I promised myself I wasn't going to preach long so we could pray over these babies. And listen to this. The way you act in your trial will determine whether you're going to come out as gold or gold come out as a statistic hey I'm trying to lead you to green pastures right now in every trial you need to say God what's in this for me what are you trying to teach me what are you trying to show me maybe it's what you're trying to get out of my spirit God Job said I've lost everything. Am I going to go jump off the cliff myself now? No, I'm going to start looking for God. Can I preach to you? This, go through these little mood swings, get mad at everybody. You're not going to come out like you think you are. This little, we don't know how to talk to you today until we figured you out today. You're not going to come out as gold. I heard somebody say this too many times. Well, I'll be back to church when I get it all figured out. I'm just going through some things. I thought you're going to keep on going through some things. Because you're looking for the answers in the wrong direction. If you lose your house, God is the answer. If He gives you a house, God is the answer. If you lose your car, God is still the answer. If he gives you a car, God is still the answer. If you wake up and you're healthy, God is the answer. If you wake up and you're hurting, God is the answer. Can I just preach to you? God is the answer to everything. Come on, stand together with me. And lift your hands to the Lord together. Hallelujah. Come on, prayer warriors. Help me pray right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, pray with somebody next to you right now. In the name of Jesus God I pray miracles upon this church come on I feel it in the Holy Ghost your outcome how your life is going to end up come on help me pray the way your life will come out how people will be able to describe your life will be based upon what you did in your trial. Come on. Why don't you just pray? Maybe you could come around this front if you feel like you want to touch the Lord for a few minutes. I quit early on purpose. Come on. I feel like there was a Job in this place. There would be a Job here today. Come on in the name of Jesus. God knows the way that you're taking right now, the way you're responding. God is watching. He's calculating. I'm telling you, if you'll pursue God. Come on, don't get depressed. Pursue God. Pursue Him with all your heart. And when this is over, you're going to come forth as gold. Come on, there's a beautiful story being enacted today. Come on, there's a beautiful life that God is wanting to create today. Come on, why don't you just pour your heart out to the Lord? Running from God ain't gonna help. Come on, church, running from God ain't gonna help trying to get a job where you ain't got to go to church ain't going to help it's going to mess you up it's going to mess up the ending it's time to pursue him God whatever channel you're working in today I want to find you come on why don't somebody just seek after the Lord right now maybe you need to shed some tears maybe you need to clap your hands maybe you need to grab a tambourine maybe you need to stomp the devil maybe you just need to let go of your pride (laughs) whatever channel Come on, in the name of Atalaba. See, Atalaba. In the name of Jesus.